I am master of my own destiny. You cannot fill a cup from an empty vessel. With awareness, rebellion is born. We are all perfectly flawed. It's the empowerment that shows us how to embrace that. Are you ready to embrace your flaws? Join us. There is a seat at our table. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to Perfectly Flawed. And uh, along with myself, Tammy, Lauren, and Terry, we are Perfectly Flawed. We are bringing you today a friend of mine. Her name is Tosh Erbowitz, and I'm going to have her tell you a little bit about our journey. So grab a cuppa and sit on down at the table. And go ahead, Tosh. How are you yeah. today? Hi. So good to talk to you. I'm really honored to be part of this. And um, my goodness, am I flawed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, a little bit about me. Um, I am a, a now um, forced-to-be stay-at-home mom, <laughs> um, which I am learning to enjoy. Um, I just started my own little uh, side business. Um, thank you, COVID, for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I'm just kind of figuring myself out. Um, in the past, I don't know, God, a year or so, there's just been some huge changes in my life. Um, I lost my grandmother, who was like a mom to me, um, and I had a baby, and I left a job that I had been at for almost 10 years. Um, so this past year has been a wild ride, and then when I didn't think it'd get any more wild, um, the pandemic happened. Um, so I think where I'm at right now is I was, I think we all kind of have been forced to slow down a little bit and, um, that wasn't good for me. I kind of, I I forget what the site saying is, but like when you have idle hands, you get into trouble or something along those lines. (laughs) Yeah. You Um, are, you and I are definitely not people that sit around. No, we're not good. I'm not good at that. So, um, COVID definitely, um, forced me to, to do some work on myself. And, um, I think it's actually, I think there's some good that has come out of this pandemic as horrible as it is. I think that, um, it's forced people to slow down and look inward and, um, yeah, I'm working through some stuff and, um, dealing with the grief of losing my grandmother and starting a new career and losing baby weight plus some and, um, you know, finding humor in it all along the way. Um, and that, that's so important because, you know, to, God, a, to yeah. just keep moving forward. Um, sometimes even if it is a sarcastic or bizarre sense of humor, it, it's a sense of humor and it helps you well, hope. Here's a good story. <laughs> so over the summer, I want to say it was like a 90 degree day and we were having our bathroom remodeled because, you know, what a better time to have your bathroom done than during um, a heat wave and a pandemic. <laughs> and um, we lost power too. So at this, again, we have a screaming child. My husband and I are lugging river water back and forth to flush the toilet and we just started laughing hysterically. I'm like, this is like, how can you not? Like, it's just, you have to laugh or you cry. Yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, gotta laugh. <clears throat> so um, you mentioned starting a new business. What are you um, doing? Yeah, so I was a venue coordinator and a manager of a, an inn for about 10 years. 
Um, and so I probably did like over a hundred weddings, I'd say. Um, and, and I absolutely loved it. And you are um, fantastic at it because I was at one of those weddings. Thank you. Yeah. Tr- uh, our friend Trisha, she had yes. an amazing Halloween themed wedding and, um, that was so much fun. Yeah. I had a great and, time with that one. Yeah. Oh God, that was fun. <laughs> um, so weddings are my passion. It's funny cause I'm kind of like the anti-wedding planner like I'm you know tattooed and I have a dark sense of humor and I think sometimes people spend way too much money on flowers um but what for me what the most rewarding part is having a couple be able to actually enjoy their day and not be stressing about the details and be able to let go um and let it you know be handled um so anyway so the inn that i worked for is kind of in a transitional stage um so i decided to start my own event planning business um and there were some moments where i questioned if i was good enough if i would um you know get clients there i had a fear of starting because like what if i fail and i kind of had this like um aha moment where i'm like why like who the fuck's gonna know if i fail like i'm just starting something you know like it's not even you know, I'm not like I'm putting up a billboard and neon lights saying, like, I'm starting a business. You know, everybody watch me. Um, so I just kind of had to get over that initial, like, okay, like, you're probably going to mess up. You're probably going to fuck up something, but just go for it. Like, this is what you're good at. And that's, you know, screwing up or fucking up is basically a part of a learning process. You know, you're just like... Oh, totally. You know, if you don't learn one thing a day, then, and a lot of the time it's, um, I don't want to do that again, you're not having a successful day. Exactly. <laughs> so, it was crazy. So, I started a website. I haven't even finished it yet. Um, and just by word of mouth, I've picked up three weddings so far for next year. So, I'm really um, excited and kind of shocked. Um, so, hitting the ground running, which is awesome. and um, That's fantastic. Yeah, so- <laughs> yeah, it's been really, it's been really great. I've been working kind of at night and when the baby's napping. Um, so, but it, it's, it's nice to have, um, to be back in the, the groove again, for sure. And I also know your husband because, um, his mom used to live in the same house that I do. Yes. And, is, and, he, and he's very uh, supportive as well of this venture, I'm sure. He is, and that's such a um, that's something I couldn't do without him. He's a such a supportive like, partner in every sense of the word, and I supported him um, obviously when he started his own venture, never thinking that I'd be in the same boat. Um, so he gets it, and it's been really nice to like bounce ideas off of him. And we decided from day one that we would never want to work together because I love him way too much. Um, to, <laughs> to <do that laughs> um, to yeah, I I am in touch with that because I probably would murder my husband uh, if we yeah, ended up working together. A, yeah, like I can be really. Um, someone said I run a tight ship, but it's a fun ship. Um, yeah, but, like I don't want my husband on the fun ship. Like I don't want or the tight ship, like any of that ship. Like he shouldn't be on my ship because no. I love him, and we want to keep our our personal life and work life like kind of separate. And it's nice to have stuff to talk about at the end of the day that we didn't do together. Um, and I've seen way too many marriages and relationships crumble in hospitality. And um, yeah, and I'm a lot so- of time, a lot of time, it's you end up losing yourself in the other person that way too. You know. Oh, absolutely. Like, you have to have your own identity from each other. Um, and 
I don't know. I just love that he has his own work and we can talk about it and um, I can talk about what I'm up to. I can get ideas from him. He's a really great sounding board, but I don't need to be like physically with him 24 hours a day because that just wouldn't be good for either of us. No. No, that doesn't. I, you know, you just, you have to have your own space. And then, you know, I, talking about marriages, um, I have to say for my marriage, it's, letting that other person be themselves no matter what you were always growing you were always changing but you need to accept each other as you they grow that other person grows and changes it's it's very true and um so Keith my husband who I loved early is like I call him in an endearing way like Dick Van Dyke like he's just very even keeled and he's funny and he's charming and um He's been an incredible um, support this past year. I would have been the worst year of my life if we didn't have our son. Um, Who is adorable. (laughs) Yeah, big sweet baby Beckett. We're so so lucky. Um, Losing my grandmother was the hardest thing um, I've ever, ever imagined going through. I lost her three months after my son was born. Um, Yeah. And so, and she... Before she died, her dementia had really um, set in, if you will, before Mm -hmm. my son was born. So it was just like, it was like this bizarre, like, I'm bringing new life into the world and she's leaving. And um, it all happened really fast. Almost like she was waiting for him. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Like, I feel like she, in some way, like she sent me him to, I don't know, something, but, and I had a really hard time postpartum, Mm -hmm. um, as many women do, um, I had, I had a bit myself, and and we have to talk about it, because it's, it's very common, and, and um, it's not in your head, (laughs) no, it's not in your head, and I have, um, general panic disorder and anxiety, and my OB kind of said, hey, like, your anxiety might spike, after you have your child and I was kind of like eh, yeah like yeah whatever, whatever. yeah like, I'll be, I got this like, <laughs> yeah and then I had kind of a traumatic birth experience where I was induced for three days and I had a c-section and I had a massive panic attack during my c-section mm-hmm. and I was like kind of in a stupor for a few days and then I had um preeclampsia um so I had to go back to the hospital so anyway like we were in the hospital for like a really long time and um I got home and I was just like not feeling right and anyway so my anxiety was like really brutal um so yeah so having that and then my grandmother passing it was just a lot going on and um and then COVID and, and that whammo the pandemic <laughs> yeah and whammo 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 COVID and it's funny because when COVID hit like I wasn't I really wasn't even that shocked because I'm like you know what it's been such a shitty year, like, besides having my son, like, yeah. I'm fine. Like, okay. Like, of course this is going to happen. Why, yeah. why not? Um, so, you know, of course it's horrible, but it, um, I wasn't surprised for some reason. And, yeah, so COVID, yeah, I slowed down a little bit, and um, I was able to kind of work on myself. And I actually decided during the height of the pandemic to actually seek out therapy, which has been life-changing for me. Um, and work out. I've been working out, yeah. and it's amazing what it does for your head. Now, did your um therapy kind of trigger you into thinking that you 
wanted to also work on yourself physically as well, or you just simultaneously decided? Yeah, simultaneously. So, like, I have had gained a significant amount of weight um, during pregnancy. Like, I mean, most of them are like, oh, I gained, like, 40 pounds, and, like, girl, I gained, like, 90 pounds. So <laughs> I like, gained another I, human, all right? <laughs> yeah, yep, so, like, I gained an Olsen twin, um, <laughs> and so, like, I just wanted to get the weight off, and... Uh, I kind of plateaued, but then I was like, okay, like, I need to do whatever I can do in my own control to to deal with this anxiety issue. So I basically said to myself, like, you're going to work out. Like, you're, you're, I'm prescribing myself to work out. And I joined this gym um, called Iron House in Old Saybrook, and I, I said to the owner, I'm like, listen, I'm, like, super out of shape. I'm fat. I'm insecure. And I just don't even know if I can do it. And she's like, just come in and try. Um and I started this small group training, which is, like, um, basically, like, a small workout class. And we're, like, lifting weights and doing things I never thought I could do. Um, and I started to feel great. And I just remember I, I left and I was, like, I, I just felt this rejuvenation. And, like, I um, cleared my head, like, just lighter, um, no pun intended. And then I started therapy, like, pretty soon after. And... It works like it really I can I just have to say I'm not one to ask for help um, which many getting, many of us are not you know exactly and, but I'm, I'm, if you can I got this I got this I can do it I'm all myself I don't need anybody exactly and I'm like and I also was overwhelmed at the thought of like how do I explain myself to a stranger you know it's, yeah. like, it's a weird um and it's, it's and it, and it's like also like when you when you're talking about you know jumping off to make your your business, it's also one of those. It's the same thing with like a therapy because it's it's a scary thing. It is scary because what it if they scary. tell me something I don't want to hear? Exactly. <laughs> what if I open this like Pandora's box that I don't want to open of feelings and like. So I remember I the first thing I said to my therapist, I'm like, I'm like, I have anxiety and talking to you is giving me anxiety. Um, so we laughed about it, but I was, you know, honest. And she kind of, I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to let you guide me through this. I'm going to like relinquish some control because I might, I might be a little bit of a control freak. Um, so she kind of talked me through therapy, like how we're going to do this. And um, it was a really great conversation. And um you know, like, there's, like, a getting-to-know-you phase, and, um, but we, I let it all hang out, and, um, I ended up writing this, she said, like, maybe writing would help, because some of my, um, things that I've gone through are, are kind of funny, and, um, you know, maybe it would help somebody else, so I, I wrote an essay about my postpartum anxiety experience, and, um, that helped, too. Writing is, is very therapeutic, yeah, even if you don't think you're good at it, it helps you uh, release yeah. and get things out of you. Which, yep. yep, and and you know, it's whatever you need to help yourself. And you know, it's it's great. I'm I really super appreciate you coming on here to our podcast to let us. You know, maybe we can help somebody else with your experiences as well. You know, Absolutely. we can we can definitely it's push so this. Just one like. Someone said to me the other day, they're like, oh, you're such a super mom. I'm like, if you only knew, you know, and I said. Have I'm you like, really seen I, the hot mess that I yeah, actually like, am? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm a hot mess express, so if you really want to hear about it, I'll tell you. So, anyway. but I I've, think I've if, come to decide, I've kind of decided that it's beautiful disaster. That's a good way to put it. It seems so much more fun. It does. 
it's very poetic. I like it. <laughs> so, um, what is what's next for you? Where do you think you're heading? What's next? Um, so I'm actually um, very excited and hopeful um, with my business. That's really exciting. Um, what What's the my... name? What is the name of your business? Oh yeah. So my the name of my business is Swoon Events. Swoon S W O O N. Oh, love it. Um, Swoon, and I haven't even finished my freaking website yet or any social media, but I will get there. Um, and yeah, so I'm really hopeful and excited about that and continuing my weight loss journey. I actually just started Weight Watchers, um, and it's really helped bump up my weight loss. So if anyone's needing, I don't know, some type of structure for that, I highly recommend Weight Watchers. It's been amazing. Um, and they have a lot of different programs that fit a lot of different people now as well, correct? They do. Yeah. yeah. So like, and it's not you know it's not the only weight loss thing, but it it seems to be helping you. So whatever works, correct? Exactly. Whatever you need. So that was great. And then um yeah, just working on myself. And I think we all need to give ourselves some some grace and um accept that it's okay to not be okay, but make sure you get the help that you need. Exactly. Exactly. Um and you know it's not very easy being a mom and trying to balance a work life and everything else, let alone trying to be a mompreneur. Yeah, right. <laughs> and also better living through chemistry. My I'm on some great medication that has helped me. <laughs> and um, as my grandmother would always say, better living through chemistry. Don't be afraid. Yeah, and that's you know I do I do I personally am on something for my depression, but you know thankfully it's a low dose and my depression is very you know manageable for myself. Um, there are days that I have to kick my ass and say get your butt out of bed and get dressed, young lady. Um, that's another thing with my 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 current situation. Um, as you and I talked about before, I'm no longer employed. But I made it a point to get up every morning, get dressed, make my bed, and tackle the day. Because that's not, you know, it's... it's that's awesome. It's not going to stop me. Life is... No, that's it's, great. Is, I think that's such... That's that's inspiring because, I don't know. I mean, there's some days where, like, I'm technically, like, not employed as in, like, I'm just starting this right. thing. And, like, I look in the mirror. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> yeah. And, like... I'm, you know, like, it's good. I, for me, I enjoy doing my makeup and my hair, and you always look gorgeous. And, you know, it's fun. I don't know. I think that's a really, I might, I need to do that. I need to, I need to do my makeup again every day. Yeah. I feel good when and that's, I do it. you know, that, that, that's the thing is like through everything you've, you've always had, um, even with the weight gain and everything else, you've always had a beautiful presence about you, um, oh, a, you. a grace, that kind of thing. But, and it's, you know, for me, putting on my makeup for the day is almost like putting on my battle armor. Yeah. And, you know, here I am. I've got my armor on. I'm taking on this day. And it's not, you know, I, I sound so superficial, but if it's, if it's something that pumps you up and makes you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. I, I always say I do my makeup for me. Like I don't, and I truly mean that. Like I, it's fun. I feel great. I mean, it's just, um, yeah, no, I, I completely get that. And it's like, well, that's it's funny because like, you know, last month I was officiating my niece's wedding and then this, I saw that. Yes, it was so much fun. I loved it. And then this month I actually just did a um makeup for another friend. And I'm like, okay, what's next month? I'm doing flowers. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, you're there, you have a lot to offer. And I think that maybe in some way your situation, as shitty as it might feel right now, like it's going to send you into a different career path that maybe you wouldn't have thought of I don't know and definitely exciting things on your horizon I you know I I definitely think so too and you know it's it sounds wonderful I'm so excited for you and your new business thank you and this sounds it sounds very um wonderful um is there any like anything you want to use to describe it with or yeah so like so basically I'm you know I'm an event planner so I um basically planning and I try to make it as fun and um as un not overwhelming as possible because I think especially right now with COVID a lot of couples are getting married at home yes which I think is is awesome because your venue won't close if you get married at home yeah (laughs) Um, but there's a lot of moving parts there's rentals there's tents there's caterers there's all these different vendors you need to book um and especially just I think having your wedding at your home, I'm, I'm just going to be completely honest, is probably more stressful because you can't walk away. Like, right. It's, it's all happening there. So, and it's all the chaos um, and the and the nightmare exactly. around so you. Where I come in is you know, during the planning process, we book all your vendors. Um, we create a timeline. Uh, we make, a, obviously, a really clear-cut plan for the day and the weekend. And then I'm there all weekend overseeing the rentals and tents arriving and um, making sure the vendors are you know on time and everything um is is going how it's supposed to and i always say something goes wrong at every single way <laughs> like i'm not yeah I mean, I, that's just the truth well, i um, i learned that years ago being a florist it's like you know something will go wrong yeah, and if you're and lucky it's, job is that you don't need to find out about it yeah can, but if like, you're lucky it's at the rehearsal dinner and not the day of <laughs> it's true i mean i've had like full-blown like catastrophes happen that my bride won't know about till after the wedding so yeah there's no point in if it does, if they don't need to know it's just better off um for instance when at a wedding i had a um transportation was arranged for guests to be brought to the uh, reception and the buses just didn't show up oh my so god I remember, and i was like 10 months pregnant and i'm standing there and i'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me like, ah. um, so we went into fix it mode and you know and it all worked out and anyway but the bride didn't know until the next day because what was she gonna do drive a school bus to yeah. her wedding <laughs> um so anyway so my job as a your wedding planner is to um make the planning process really easy and enjoyable and then the day of you are not worrying about if your florist is on time or if your dj knows where they're setting up your you know and having champagne and laughing yeah. with your friends and having and that's time. and that's what it should be it should be a stress exactly. because there's so many brides that are so stressed out about this stuff and i've seen your works firsthand you are definitely detail oriented and super super professional oh thank you <laughs> And it's, it's been, we like to have a good time too. Yeah. I mean, but it's, and that's the thing is like you, you've, it's, it's almost like you, you, you definitely, well, not almost, it's totally like you balance it. You know, you know, how to direct your team. I, you know, I was very impressed when at the wedding that I went to with our friend, my friend Trish and, or actually was involved in. Yeah. Yeah. That was quite a fun thing. Um, I kind of ended up being, I came in and she's like, well, will you do my makeup? Sure. Hey, can you do the flowers? 
Sure. Sure. What else can you do? Hey, guess what? The, my, my girl that was going to stand up with me, she doesn't want to do it. Can you come with me? Can you do that too? Sure. What else did you do that? Did you make her dress? Um, no, I did, no, a, I, I did I a hand fasting cord for her. Well, there you did. So yeah. I knew it. I knew there was something else. Yeah. Did. So it's like, you know, I'm like, you know, jack of all trades, but, you know, but it's so, it was that day, it just, everything was so flawless and you didn't, oh. see, and it was really great because I, you know, you didn't see, I didn't see you pulling the strings and everything was so smooth, you know, and it was really, oh, it I was, appreciate that. it was really great. So. I think, you know, not to sound like cheesy too, but like I, my biggest kind of like motto, if you will, is higher the right team and let them do their job like when i like for instance a florist i always say you know i'm gonna step out of the way and let you do your thing let them do their talent yeah let them use their talents where they can and like you're only you know i always say my team is the reason why i could do what i do i could i wouldn't be able to do without them um and that's that's absolutely a true leader somebody who can actually do something like that because you can't micromanage everything into the ground no, and that's the thing, is that you have to, um, I think my job is more, this is, like, super corny, but, like, a conductor of, a, like, an orchestra, like, you know, I can, I can, I make sure everyone is where they're supposed to be, but let them shine. Exactly. And, you, and, you, um, you get the right talent for the right job. Yeah, and that's what I'm really say. so, like, this summer, or next year, rather, um, I have those three weddings, I have really good vendors on board for rentals and like fancy lighting and draping and all these things I don't know how to do and they're amazing and um so I'm really uh excited for what next season will bring and um yeah it's uh, I feel really really lucky that I am able to start this business and um and have business right off the back because I know a lot of people in the hospitality industry specifically are are struggling scary. right now it's very um, scary so it is scary but, and I just think I've seen a lot of um, my hospitality friends be very resourceful. And, um, you know, if I have a friend that was an amazing bar manager, now he's managing the entire restaurant. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Um, you know, I think it's, it's kind of bringing out the best in people in, yeah. in that way, too, which is great. And it's nice to see something positive. Well, um, we have unfortunately come to the end of our time, which I could talk to you forever. I know. But... <laughs> right? we'll have to, I really appreciate you Definitely. Um, having me on. Thank you. And join us next time at our table where there's always room for one more. Thank you for coming to Perfectly Flawed. Thank you so much for gracing our table with your presence today. Please don't forget to share this with your friends, family, and loved ones if you feel it will resonate with them. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram and follow for updates on the next episode posting. Check out the show notes to find out what our handles are. Have a great day.